Thanks for listening to FYI Salem, the podcast about what's happening in the most hip and historic city in Massachusetts. I'm Salem Mayor Kim Driscoll, and welcome to the latest episode. Be sure to check out the FYI Salem newsletter and all the latest news from the city of Salem online at www.salem.com. Great to be back and to see everybody here, and uh, in particular, be in a chamber where so much has happened through our incredible 400-year-old history, and to be with all of you. Um, it gives me great pleasure to join you this evening to provide a brief update on the state of our city. I know we have our legislators who are in session, our house is in session, but we do have a representative from, a representative from Representative Tucker's office. And I know Senator Lovely uh, has indicated she's watching on Zoom at home. And I know there are countless others. I also want to recognize our superintendent, Dr. Uh, Dr. Reich, who's joining us, and much of our city staff who is hard at work right now because we work till seven on Thursday. So appreciate the work that they're doing. Um, I'd like to begin my remarks by acknowledging and honoring the place that we're meeting. Like all of Salem is indigenous land, a place called Nomkeg and home to countless generations of Massachusetts men, uh, women, and children. Even as we approach the 400th anniversary of European arrival here in 1626, let us never lose sight of the important legacy of those who were living here in 1625 and for many generations prior. While we're in person in City Hall today, for several months we were not able to gather collectively as the pandemic raged for many months that limited our ability for in-person meetings and took lives and livelihoods from so many of us. As such, I'd like to ask for a moment of silence in memory of the 111 Salem residents we've lost in the past two years due to COVID. They were parents and grandparents, sisters and brothers, seniors, veterans, and frontline workers. Please join me in honoring our neighbors who are no longer with us because of this deadly virus. Thank you. While the state of our city is strong and getting stronger, Every day, our community is poorer for the lives we've lost. Two years ago, on this date, one of every 124 Salem residents had had COVID. As of today, that number is one of every four. And among Salem public school students, it's actually one of every three. The trauma, physical, emotional, and mental, educational and economic, certainly will be with us, our children, and our community for some time. In 1899, Salem Mayor David Little said, one of the most important subjects for the welfare of a community is the public health. The greatest care should be taken to guard rigidly all matters pertaining to it. I'm so proud of the efforts we made here in Salem over the last two years to do just that. Now we're rebuilding and recovering from this historic crisis. We're leveraging and investing relief funds sustainably and equitably into programs aimed at improving public health access and outcomes, strengthening our local economy, supporting renters, workers, and families, boosting our public schools, and preparing for future challenges. Our unemployment rate has returned to its pre-COVID levels, and thankfully we had no net loss in businesses during this pandemic. Our downtown storefront vacancy rate is at a record low, thanks in no small part to our intrepid small business owners, or owners along with the members of the Economic Recovery Task Force and the city staff who have supported them. I also wanna highlight and acknowledge our public health staff 
and particularly the volunteer service of the members of our Board of Health. Experts in the fields of public health and medicine who made difficult but appropriate decisions in the face of an overwhelming crisis in public scrutiny. None of them signed up to serve on a Board of Health during a global pandemic, but all of them stood up when their community needed them. Lastly, enormous credit is due to the members of our school community, teachers, staff, families, administrators, and students alike, who all work so hard and so unselfishly to keep our kids and teachers safe, to maintain as much learning time as possible, and to support the emotional and mental health needs of Salem students during this trying time. It's because of COVID and the Omicron surge in particular that I'm offering this update to you today instead of in January, as is customary. For nearly two centuries, the leaders of Salem have gathered in the chamber, this chamber, to debate the issues of their day, to celebrate what's been accomplished, to reflect on the lessons we learn in public service, and to chart the path forward for our community. Each time I stand before this body to share an update about the city we all love, I'm reminded of the first time I did so as Salem's mayor. It's still remarkable to me that I found a home as welcoming as Salem. Many of you know this, I'm a military brat, the daughter of an immigrant from Trinidad and a Navy chef from Lynn. We moved often in my, in my youth as my dad was in service, but I was fortunate to land in Salem. First as a student at Salem State, then as a homeowner and newlywed, then as a mother of three, a public school parent, a city counselor, and Salem's 50th mayor and the first woman to hold the job. I've often said that many of our residents didn't have the good fortune to be born in Salem, but have the smarts to choose Salem as their home. Either way, we get to live in a pretty special place that's unique. And that first time I stood before the city council back in January 2020, 2006, I felt that deeply and I still do today. Today, however, Salem is a far better place. Back then our budget was a mess, our downtown was lackluster, and our waterfront was underutilized. We didn't despair though, we got to work. We instituted new measures for transparency, bidding contracts, reforming health insurance. We opened up government to more people living in our community, whether by inviting their feedback on projects or programs, or by serving on a board or commission to help shape new growth. We established financial policies to rebuild our rainy day funds and bond ratings. Today, both of those very important financial benchmarks are at the highest levels in our city's history. And because of our stewardship, and I do mean our, the people sitting in this council chamber, we've made historic investments in parks and schools and infrastructure and public safety. We did this together by setting aside the pettiness of political bickering and getting behind a unified vision for a city with a rich history and an even brighter future. We are all elected officials, institutional leaders, small business owners, new and lifelong residents, Team Salem. This work continues as we constantly strive to improve how we serve people we're fortunate enough to represent, how we meet the needs of today while maintaining that forward-thinking vision that's come to define good municipal government here in Salem. Together as local officials, we're on the ground in our most urgent fights, from COVID response and recovery to racial equity, the climate crisis, strengthening our schools, and making housing more affordable. We're engaging in that work, constructively, thoughtfully, but never timidly. As local leaders, we don't have the luxury of waiting for problems to solve themselves. We have to get stuff done every day. 
because great communities don't just happen by accident. They take careful, intentional, and inclusive planning and dedicated, dedicated action. It's not always easy. It's often messy, but it's truly meaningful work. We get to make a positive difference in the daily lives of the people we serve, our friends and our neighbors. I'm proud of the vision that we have in our community, one that's inclusive, just, professionally run, and committed to the people we serve, and I know that you are too. Because the foundation and work underway, in my estimation and in my hope, that four years from now, our nearly 400-year-old city, when we enter 2026, will be well-positioned as a community that serves as a hub for offshore wind operations throughout the Northeast, once again utilizing our historic port to bring prominence in jobs to our local economy, not to mention a clean energy future to Massachusetts and beyond. A city where every four-year-old will have the ability to participate in a high-quality pre-K experience, and our high school students will continue to have engaging and robust college and career pathways, better preparing them for the 21st century global economy they'll be entering into. A city with robust transportation alternatives, including well-utilized ride share, car share, and bike share options, where you don't need to own your own vehicle to get in and around Salem, and one with not one, but two train stations, cleaner, faster rail if you're heading north or south. A city working toward right-sized housing supply for every resident, regardless of age or income or ability. We can get there. The work we do now will help lead and ensure we deliver on our goals for 2026. In 1920, my predecessor, Mayor Dennis Sullivan, stood in this same place to deliver his annual address to the city council. Mayor Sullivan was our 40th mayor, but the first mayor under the revised city charter that we still operate under today. It had been a tumultuous period for Salem. In 1914, the Great Salem Fire destroyed much of the city and left 18,000 residents homeless. Shortly after that, scores of young men from Salem marched to war in Europe, many never to return. Their names today are etched on stones at Green Lawn and above city squares dedicated in their honor. Perhaps most alike today, though, was the arrival of the devastating pandemic in 1918. While there's no clear count on how many Salem residents perished from that catastrophe, the number who became sick was likely in the thousands. According to Salem Hospital's annual report uh, from that year, there was a 40% increase in admissions. Doctors and nurses were in short supply and many themselves fell ill. As many as one of every three patients admitted to the hospital due to the pandemic had died. The St. Critian Convent and School in South Salem was converted to an emergency isolation site, similar to how we created emergency quarantine sites at the Bates dorms at South Campus, just next door, and at the Salem High School in Lifebridge. The Special Aid Society, originally formed to provide assistance to the war effort, pivoted to help with pandemic response to residents in need, similar to our Salem Together effort, how that was launched at the outset of COVID. And just as hundreds of Salem residents in the last two years volunteered to drive to get groceries and prescriptions for homebound residents and to place well-being calls to check in on older adults in Salem. In 1918, Salem residents volunteered the use of their automobiles for nurses at Salem Hospital who needed fresh air and a change of scenery when in quarantine. 
It was in the wake of all this that Mayor Sullivan stood before the council 102 years ago and observed, Salem has always courageously and fearlessly met every obligation. For to help the afflicted is one of the greatest blessings bestowed on mankind. He recognized too, however, that merely lauding the accomplishments of the past was not sufficient. Salem must remain committed to the work to come. He closed his remarks with this charge to the council. Let our sole aim be to attain the highest possible improvement of our city. Let our every public act be a credit to our city, true to the high standards and traditions of our people, and consistent with the ideal type of the American public official. He was right, and I echo his words here today, to renew that call to all of us. As we set to work on the people's business, let's keep striving for that highest possible improvement of our city, for acts worthy of the community we love and the rightly high standard of the people we serve. It's an honor and a privilege to work with you every day. I'm looking forward to all the good work we're gonna be doing ahead. And together, let's lead Salem forward for everyone. Thank you for your work and your partnership.